everybody. Welcome to episode 317 of the Bite Me Podcast. I apologize for not being here last week. It was um, busy. Really, really, really busy. Uh, we had family in town, went to Disney World a bunch. I drove to Tampa. You know what I don't recommend, really? Driving to Tampa. It's, uh, <laughs> did you see any Buccaneers? Long... I did not see any Buccaneers. I did see a, like a ton of Pelicans, though. I probably saw... I drove... There's like a bridge that goes between Tampa and St. Pete. And I saw probably like, I don't know, 25 pelicans flying around. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's a it's like a 70-mile drive and it takes like two and a half hours. It's it's not it's not optimal. So don't do that. Uh, but anyways, Colby's here. Dylan's here. Um, Dylan looks just so warm today. Like so warm. warm. It's, it's pretty, is it, it's is pretty it, chilly outside. It's like sunny, so, but it's that cold sunny day. So what's chilly right now in Seattle? I don't know. Like 55? I don't know. Okay. I don't even so know. so so warm but not terrible. Cole, it's been like what 3 out there? Yeah. 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 I didn't say yeah. cold, I said chilly. Chilly, yeah. Right. So there's I, there's I hate weird... those like sunny cold days though because it's super cold outside, but the second you get in like a car and the sun comes yeah. through the windshield, you're like I'm in a giant coat and I'm sweating, but it's like 4 degrees outside. Yeah, I never wear a coat in the car for that exact reason. Um, I hate those kind of days because, like, I, that's one of the reasons I always wear shorts in the winter is because every building in the world, like, drastically overreacts to the fact that it's cold outside. So I'm, like, cold outside, and then I walk inside. I'm like, why is it 85 inside the store? It's it's terrible. Um, there's a place not not close to Colby, but not super far away. Um, what's, what's that place up by Logan called, Call? Oh, Peter Sinks. Yeah, Peter Sinks, and it was negative sixty there yep. yesterday, day before. It's it like this weird like weather phenomena for the coldest place in the contingent U.S. Um, it got to negative sixty nine point three, nineteen eighty five. The only so place weird. that beats that is Alaska. There was a place that got to negative eighty. So. Yeah, and it just it's it's not. I mean, it's like right, right next to a college campus. It's actually where Colby. It's and a little my bit parents. farther. It's in. But it's not super far away. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not super far. It's just this weird, like, kind of like sunken in valley that has weird weather. So yep. anyway, that's Bite Me Weather podcast. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> that's about That's weather talk. Now it is Dylan with traffic. Weather. Uh, <laughs> How's traffic in Seattle, it's Dylan? It's pretty rough out there. <laughs> Can I make, like, chopper noises? <laughs> the uh, people here complain about the traffic all the time. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> like what? You have, what you have traffic? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you know, like I was complaining. Like I had to drive to I had to drive to Tampa. And it's like a seventy mile drive. It took me an hour and a half to get there. Two and a half hours to get home. And I'm like, but there are times where I used to drive in Seattle. I'd drive twelve miles, and it would take me an hour and a half. So I mean, there were there were days when just getting to work took an hour and a half, and it was twelve miles. So like, you can't complain about traffic in Orlando, man. You can't complain about traffic nearly anywhere. So. Uh, unless, unless you're in LA, I don't want to hear about how much traffic is. Um, that's traffic. Now we're going to talk <laughs> about video games. Uh, we're going to talk about what we played, a little bit of stuff going on there. Uh, we got we got some news. We've got all the announcements from the Xbox Showcase. Colby watched it this time. I, I still have not. I'm so proud of you. Um, bunch of games are being removed from PlayStation Plus. Uh, a bunch of games are also being removed from the 360 store. We'll talk about both of those. Um, E3... Like, I don't think anyone wants E3 to happen anymore. Like, it's just it's just a sad, sad shadow of a as a conference. Uh, we'll talk about that. Phil Spencer is still feeling very positive on the Activision Blizzard acquisition. I like to just bring this up every time they bring it up, just to let know people that it's it's still happening. And and Phil Spencer is going to be. I mean, either he's lying to us or he's going to be very surprised if it doesn't go through. Uh, and also. Also, you cannot play video games on that PC. We'll talk about that. We got questions from Extra Life Icon, uh, Prime Fan, Monotone Screaming, DeVinster. Vinny's back. I should, excuse me, I have to move the order of these questions to get any Vinny up here in, in the front. Uh, there we go. We got that done. And one from Triple Trouble. We've got a bunch of cheap free games because it is February 1st, if you guys did not know that. I don't know how. Wasn't Christmas like... Three days ago, roughly. Seems that way. I mean, my Christmas trees are all still up, so I couldn't have been Minus. that long ago, right? Yeah. I have three. They're all still up. I'm it's, lazy. It's 
I can see it right here. It's beautiful. It looks real nice. Anyway, uh, why don't we talk about what we've been playing? Dylan, you played some uh, Dwarf Mining. I did play some Dwarf Mining because I got the Dwarf Mining board game. Um, oh, which, how was it? Uh, it's fantastic, actually. Um, and then it inspired me to play the Dwarf Mining video game. Uh, so I played a lot Very of nice. both. Um, I don't know what I want to talk about more. I've, I mean, I've talked about the video game a lot. Um, it's still great. Uh, the board game is pretty, pretty awesome though. Like they did a nice. fantastic job, like on everything. Um, <laughs> but it also is like it's very much the video game as a board sure. game. So it's not. It's it's very much you explore a cave cooperatively with cooperatively with your dwarf companions, and then. Um. Uh, sorry. Explore the mine cooperatively with your dwarf companions. Survive from bug attacks and mine gems, or do the objectives. Um, which those are very much the the games that I enjoy. Like I like cooperative yeah. games a lot. Um, kind of playing against the the AI, I guess. Um, and to me, this is actually probably one of the best um i would say the best one of my favorites that i've played just from like i think it works really well um it's fun it doesn't feel like there's ways to scale the difficulty um but it never feels too like random because i've definitely played some games um especially like when dice are involved like it can be really all over the place um but I think it does a pretty good. You're like you're definitely strong, but I mean the goal is to not be overwhelmed, right? Just similar to the game, uh, the video game. Um, that's going to get confusing talking about the two games. Um, <laughs> but like I said, it's like it's very much an adaptation. Like you have the you have the four classes, um, and they do play differently, and they have different equipment, and all that equipment is basically in the game. So like if you're if you're the driller, like you're great at drilling into walls and drilling tunnels to the new corridors. And if you're the scout, um, you can grapple over the chasms without having the engineer put platforms down for you or whatever. So it's it's pretty neat. Um, and then the way the bugs move around the map, like they can move across chasms around the walls so they can kind of get over the, the places that you can't. Uh, but thematically, it all really works well within the 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 world they've built there um it has a few different tile layouts um and by putting like they have it's it's like hex tiles um so you place them out and then there's um like tiles that you can cover those tiles with that it will create like chasms and stuff so like you get a lot of variation out of a few different map layouts um and then there's like single tiles that like as you dig tunnels you can add those tiles to the map um so it's pretty cool that the the map kind of can expand or change or have tunnels to the different corridors as you're playing just like i mean just like the video game so um it's all it, it moves a lot like uh, the the map is it's always kind of changing um as you're exploring and then the enemies will spawn from the different parts of the cave and then they'll come try to attack you and then you shoot your guns and you have ammo. So if you run out of ammo, then you got to call in the drop pod to get more ammo and resupply. Um, so it, it like, it's just, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, I'm happy it turned out as well as like, as much as I like the video game. Um, it's pretty cool to see a, a game. It was also designed by... Uh, I think it's Ghost Ship Games, which designs the video game. So it's it's not like they just gave the license out to somebody yeah. to make a game. Like it, they were very much wanted to make a board game um, version of their game, um, and it was it's it's great. So, uh, but it definitely made me want to to play the the video games more. Uh, <laughs> so I've been playing that and. Uh, trying to level up my other characters because I've neglected them because I usually just play scout uh, with my grappling hook and my flare gun and I miss my grappling hook and my flare gun when I play the other classes and I don't have my grappling hook <laughs> and flare gun um, but yeah it's pretty pretty fun so uh, 
If I have not said enough good things already, I highly recommend it. Unfortunately, it was just on sale. It is not on sale on Steam currently. Ah, um, curses. But it it's off- on Game Pass though, right? I think so. I wish yeah. there was a way to play Steam to between them, yeah. yeah. Or have at you least considered like can threatening I... their developers online? They a lot of people have like asked for it and it's just a matter <laughs> of I don't know if it's going to happen. Like <laughs> a lot of people have threatened their developers probably. online, so Fortunately, the community nice. I think is pretty pretty good around the game, so hopefully there hasn't been as much harassment as other gaming communities might have. Um, course, I hope yeah. that's true. I haven't seen a lot of like, I to me like when I've looked, it's like mostly people are just like, we'd love to have cosplay, and they're like, meh. Well, it's <laughs> small team this, and like they've put out a lot of really good content for the game, which is probably what people would rather have. It's like, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, I can't complain too much. It would be nice if there was a way to have an account that you could, because I wouldn't mind like playing the game through the xbox store with my xbox friends if that was an option but i really don't want to like completely uh re-rank characters and unlock things again like i just don't really enjoy doing that stuff over um it's nice when you can just kind of cross progress like yeah absolutely um, but because i have one friend who'd, who'd play with me on xbox but we just don't really get to play so um eh, whatever it's fine. I get it. But, but dwarf mining's fun, so go dwarf yeah, mining. Yeah, no, I... The one time I played it, I thought it was fun. Do you have any, like, recommendations for other, like, cooperative board games? That's something I've kind of wanted to get into, but I don't know, like... I mean, um, the answer's no, that's fine. I'm just, like... I, I know I just kind of sprung that on you. Um, yes. I mean, a lot. Um, I think the, like, the quintessential is Pandemic aptly yeah, named yeah. um but i think a lot of pandemics are uh, i think it's a over 10 it's a decade plus old game at this point because i think i got the decade like the 10 year anniversary edition that comes in like the the metal box it's pretty pretty cool um but sure um th- it's a really good game but um at some point you kind of outgrown like those kind of, like oh this is the entry point to to games and some games have but once you play pandemic i think you have a, a sense of like what a lot of cooperative games are um yeah. a lot of times like you're either moving around a big board and like um keeping certain levels of whatever it is down or you're you're moving around and, and fighting bad guys sure. or um but actually there's a it's called horrified and it's based on the universal monsters, which is fun because everyone yeah. everyone is familiar with like Wolfman and, and Frankenstein and there's a couple of the and like Creature from the Black Lagoon, but there's also like the Invisible Man or so there's a couple that you're not as like or I would say the average person might not be as familiar with like the Invisible Man as they are with Frankenstein um, or yeah, the, yeah, or yeah. Frankenstein's monster, but. Um, it's a really cool game. It's very much um, it has it's it's very similar to Pandemic in the sense that there's like things that you have to move around the board and collect to. Um, but the flavor of it is really nice because you're you're fighting monsters. But depending on how difficult of a game you want, you can play against a number of the monsters. So if you want an easy game, each monster has a difficulty level, but the number of monsters you play against at one time is also, so there's a lot of variation in challenge. Like you can just play against two monsters or three monsters. And like the invisible man is harder than uh, Wolfman or whatever. So um, you can kind of mix and match that way. And the way you defeat them is completely different than the other one. So, like, Dracula, you have to go collect the stakes, I think. Um, But, like, for the Invisible Man, you have to trap him somewhere. I can't remember. It's been a while. Um, But it's it's a really fun game I'd recommend to anyone because it's kind of a... It's a pretty entry level to, like, uh, to gaming. It's not super complex, but it has enough sure. to it that it's you're going to be satisfied and there's a lot of variety. Um, it's also like available at Target, which is kind of cool because that's nice. not... <laughs> sometimes it's like you either have to order a game online or you have to go to a game store and be overwhelmed by how many games they have um, and that kind of thing. 
Um, and there's also a the recently I haven't played it yet. I have a copy of it, but they did a uh, a second version of it. It's like called American Monsters or something. And it's based on cryptids, um, which is kind of oh, cool. cool. So it's got like Mothman and Chupacabra and Bigfoot and um, some other cryptids that are sure. not at the top of my brain right now. Um, but it's, it's, it's the same kind of game, but different. I heard it's maybe not as, as good as the first one, but if that's more of your flavor, except I think yeah. universal monsters is probably anyone's flavor. Cause it's, it's yeah. so recognizable. Um, so that's kind of like, to me, that's the first game I would recommend like for cooperative gaming. Um, and then depending on what kind of flavor of game you'd want, I would steer people in other directions depending like do you want zombie survival or do you want like um something that's more narrative driven or more horror themed and like survivally or um whatever it is but yeah um, i think that's a really fun game that so far pretty much everyone i've played with has really enjoyed it it's pretty easy easy to pick up and play and um was satisfying and and it feels good when you win. Like they think that's the other thing too. Is like, it, it's it's the right challenge level. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, always good too. That's very cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Cole, what did you play? I played more Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I'm like, how far are you into that, man? So there's nine chapters, and I'm on chapter six. I want to say. So I'm I'm like two thirds of the way through. I think that math works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's still it's still fun. I do need to beat it because like I'm getting to that point where I'm like, okay, like I I spent way too much time in the front part of this, just like looking at every stupid little question mark on the map, and now I need to beat this game. But uh, then my brain kicks in is like well what about all these other little question marks what about what that about one? them you don't want them to feel bad i'm like <sighs> but uh so yeah i've mostly been playing that um i uh i haven't been playing many video games but uh i've been busy watching i don't know youtube so Baywatch. i actually haven't been watching Baywatch. i've been watching a lot of like <laughs> i don't know i've watched two yellow concerts so you know hey everyone loves yellow right no no oh, yeah i mean i love yellow dylan loves yellow i they, I, they did an entire really yellow doctor who episode yellow like really what? loved yellow yellow yeah yeah I uh, I mean I think the thing you have to think about ELO is not only are they like hugely influential as a band, but are uh, they ELO? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they are have a lot they? of really big songs. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, maybe not in the United States, but in England, England. Yeah. Um, but um, what's his name from ELO? Um, Jeff Lynn. Yeah, Jeff Lynn is like I mean traveling Wilburys. Yeah, traveling Wilburys, but he also was a like produced like all of Tom Petty's solo stuff. Yeah. And I think some of the Heartbreakers stuff. Like he's a huge producer. Like did a, a ton of huge albums that would not exist without him. But I mean, I think also we can say that Mr. Blue Skies is the most happy song ever written. Like Fear that or Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah, either of those would be fine. But like Mr. Blue Skies, like I hear that song and I'm instantly in a better mood. It's just it's just terrific. So. Anyway, oddly, um, that album is considered to be their best album. I don't think it is. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. I think they have. Uh, have way you seen the Doctor albums. Who episode with with Yellow? Several times. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Um, I played High on Life. I beat it actually. Um, it's kind of like that game was strange because I like started playing it. I think like the day before Justin Roiland <laughs> got fired from everything he's ever done ever. Um, <laughs> which is kind of a like i mean it's fine whatever um kind of i i don't know like you're, you're playing that game and i'm like man I, I'm, I'm definitely not gonna play like hogwarts legacy like i'm gonna pirate that shit um <laughs> and like the day after i'm like maybe i should play high on life you know done by a guy who appears to be potentially a giant piece of shit i guess we'll see so i, I, I don't know anyway that game is 
it's not super long, like maybe, maybe 10 hours, 12 hours. And like, it's, I got bored about halfway through. Like it's like the, the humor is fine for the first five or six hours. But like, I mean, like talking guns can only be so funny for so long, frankly. Um, most of the NPCs are not interesting, really. Um, there's this weird, so I don't know if we've, I've been playing it for a while, but I don't know if we've actually like talked about the plot. So like the idea is you are a human and, uh, you're at home and all of a sudden this giant like spaceship warps in to where you are. Um, and it's aliens coming to the, to earth because they eat people. Well, they don't, they get high on people. yeah, they get high on people, and by that I mean they, like, suck them into their bodies and, like, squeeze their life juices out of them, I guess. And it's, like, a, a very short drug. It's, like, whippets for, for aliens. Oh, yeah. Um, and so you, you escape um, and become a bounty hunter trying to, like, track down the, the people that, that you know, to, to stop them from, you know, turning Earth into a giant place full of aliens doing people for drugs and like you 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 find this other bounty hunter who you think is going to be the guy who can do it it turns out he doesn't have any legs so it's hard for him to do it so he just sits on your couch and argues with your sister (laughs) but there's like this whole interplay where you have to listen to them like talk about how bad their lives are and then choose like whose side you're on and it has as far as i can tell has no bearing on the the game like outcome at all um there's no like story but you still have to do it. Um, I don't know. Like, it was fine. I didn't... It, it's, it's kind of one of those games, too, where you get five or six guns, but you probably only want to use one of them, really. Like, once once you have... Um, for me, it was the, the shotgun gun. Um, I didn't really like the shotgun gun. It... I don't know. It's It's... I think the thing is, is which one did you like? Because you only got the first three, right? I liked the first one a lot. Yeah, the first one was fine, too. And he, honestly, probably the first one was the least annoying character. Um, although, like, he does have this kind of weird, like, I don't know. There's this weird kind of twist with the the original gun, too. I, I don't know. It's fine. Um, I beat it. I, I It wasn't good or bad. Like, I think it was a really interesting idea, but it, it did kind of have that feeling of, like, maybe this game would have been better if it had only been, like, five or six hours um, because all the levels are real repetitive. I mean, the levels themselves aren't repetitive. The levels themselves are actually quite unique, but you're doing the same thing over and over again. It's yeah. like you get into the level, you find the stuff you need to find, and then you go kill a boss. And you get in the level, and you find the stuff you need to find, and you go kill the boss. And then you find, you know, and you just do that like six times. Um, after you've gotten the second boss down, um, the game literally is just like, I don't know, do whatever you want. You can go wander around outside. You can go do another bounty, like whatever. There's no direction now, so whatever. I don't know. It was it was fine. Um, it's on Game Pass. Like, if you got 12 hours, it's probably worth that, but it's probably honestly worth, like, playing for three or four and then just going like, yeah, that's good enough. I mean, it. I'll tell you, it ends well. Like, it's fine. Um, I'm glad it doesn't also, have a bummer ending, Cliff. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I want to spoil. I don't probably don't want to spoil the ending, but like the it, it's one of those games where I just like I don't I don't know if they needed to do some of the jokes they needed to do. Um it, it's it's like I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just getting old, but like You are. I'm like that and I mean that's absolutely true. Like I am, and I am, but I'm like this. Just this isn't funny. Like I don't, I don't understand why this is this is funny, really. Um, and you know, I, it probably is just me like being old. But yeah, I like old man yells at clouds. Um, I, I don't know. It was fine. Anyway, so that's that's high life. It was okay, I guess. Um. Patreon. Let's talk about Patreon for a second. Uh, these are the fine folks who uh, every month donate a little bit of money to us to keep the lights on. Um, I actually installed a second light in my 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 like office area, so I, they are literally keeping lights on now. There's two of them, so I have the light above me and a light over there now. It's great. 
Um, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and become one of these fine people as well. If you are a $10 donor, we read your name every single week. We do a podcast like the, we, I didn't read anyone's name. Actually, that's not true. I sat here on Thursday and just said these names out loud to myself emptily in the room. Was it like Arya Stark? Yes, it was just like, it was just like that. Just like that. Anyway, big shout out to Alan Schulte, Joe Cold Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast, as well as all of our other patrons. You can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. They both work to find out more information. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's do, you know, actually, Dylan, Dylan has to leave a little bit early today. So we're gonna, we're gonna do something. A little out of order here Whoa. because Dylan Dylan is very important for this next part. Um, we had a question from uh, our good friend Icon Arising. He says that WWE Royal Rumble is coming up this Saturday, so that was actually probably last Saturday because this is a question from yeah, from, uh, like last Crap, week. I totally forgot about this too. That's fine. So let's make our own video game themed rumble. Who is the first and second entrant? Who gets the most eliminations? Who has the, who lasts the longest? And who wins and goes on to the main event, the video game WrestleMania? Dylan can explain the rules of the rumble. I, I'm hoping that that is true. Can you explain the rules of the Royal Rumble, Dylan? Yeah. So you have the two people starting the ring and every... I don't know what it is, two and a half or three minutes, a new entrant is added. Oh. Um, and then you get eliminated by being thrown over the top rope, right? So I actually had a really good idea of setting up like a bracket of video games and then like you could have two in and see who eliminates each other and then every once in a while you add and see if they... At the end of the day, Ooh. it's pretty much a bracket because you don't actually have... A video game can't really like swerve you and trick you into winning. Like it, you just decide <laughs> if it's better or not. Um, so I don't know. It, it's tough, but I think it, it would be kind of fun to to do something like that. Where it's kind of like those polls on the internet where they're like, "Everyone vote, and we're going to eliminate one," and then you do a bracket of like which game's best. Um, All right. So, so I guess the question is, Dylan, is do we need more preparation and perhaps audience participation? I think so, because one Royal Rumble is also thirty entrants. Uh, okay. There's thirty competitors. Um, so, I think so. Okay. So here's the deal. What I need you to do, I don't. Care I totally, I totally planned on figure like figuring this out, and I forgot because of. The hiccup last week, so... No worries. I was in Tampa. Um, so what we need is is people to send in uh, their favorite video games, video games they, they love, and then we're going to fight them? Is that, is that what we're doing, Dylan? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so Facebook, Twitter, Facebook Messenger, come to our Discord, discord.com, or I'm sorry, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, any of those places... Toss in your favorite game. Just say this is for the Royal Rumble. We'll take those games and then we'll fight them. I will probably post multiple times in Discord so we can get up to thirty. Colby and Dylan and I will add our own. So we're gonna we're gonna video game Royal Rumble. I do not know how this will work, but we'll figure either it out. next week or the week after. We'll figure it out. So we need a bunch of video games, minimum thirty, and probably also maximum thirty. So we'll we'll, we'll get there. All right, perfect. So back to News. You can say it too, Dylan, if you want. News. Perfect. Uh, let's see. The Xbox showcase happened uh, a little about a week ago, actually. I think it was on the 25th. Colby watched it, so he I will. Did. Uh, he. I'm so proud of him. I know. Um, it was. It, was it super short? Uh, yeah. It was. It wasn't all that long. Um, yeah. Maybe a half hour. Maybe. Yeah. I was kind of surprised when I went and kind of looked at what was announced. I'm like, oh, that's all. Um, it was, I believe, our first kind of long look at Redfall, which, if you don't recall, is a kind of co-op vampire shooter. It's got kind of a... It feels kind of like Left 4 Dead, but they've said very specifically it is not Left 4 Dead. Um, it's by Arcane, the folks who made the Dishonored games, and Prey. Um, what, did, what, did, what did you think of that? Does it look cool? Everything I've seen about it so far looks cool. Oh, that was the only one I didn't watch. <laughs> Damn it, Colby. <laughs> My kid was in the room, and it was... Vaguely violent. Scary. 
and uh, and violent. That's fair. All right, so that is fair. It comes out May second. That was like kind of the big thing is that it is it is coming out May second. That is coming to Game Pass. Uh, Colby, I assume was there actually for Minecraft Legends. There you go. What do you think about that? Um, it looks interesting. Uh, my kids like, oh, let's play that. I'm like, well, it's not out yet. So <laughs> when will it be out? I'm like, I don't know. April eighteenth. Uh, yeah, and then I went and found the thing. I think it looks kind of interesting. I'm not a huge multiplayer person. I don't know. Is it multiplayer only? I think so. That's kind of the. Oh no! There, there is a multiplayer and there is a single player. Oh, okay. So, well, good news. Good news. Um, I also don't know how Jones, my kid, will be once she learns the game mechanics of it. <laughs> She's it's a tactics game. She saw I'm Minecraft gonna... and was very excited. Is it? Uh, does it look anything like like uh, like the Mario Rabbit game? See, to me, it looked more tower defensey. Interesting. Interesting. So like you're, coming you out have like in about a tower that you've got to defend, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Huh. I watched it. I three didn't months. pay a ton of attention. That's fair. It's absolutely fair. Absolutely Do you want me to bring fair. her so, in here? She can tell you about it. No, no, she's she's adorable, but we don't have that long call. That's what I'm saying. Uh, April 18th on that one. So coming soon-ish. Also going to be on Game Pass, which is great. Uh, Forza Motor Forza Motorsport. Forza Motorsport. Uh, was revealed that one's not coming out until 2023. You actually kind of like the mo- motorsport series, Cole. What did you yeah, think about the, that? Uh, they're interesting. Um, like I either really like them or go, nah. I think it was two that I put probably, I don't know, 80 hours into, considered buying one of the like uh, race wheels to play it. <laughs> um, it looks good. I mean, it looks like a racing game. It's pretty. So I might, nice. I mean, it's coming to Game Pass. I'll probably game Pass. play it. Dylan and I have a friend who is working on that game. Um, mm-hmm. She's she's not working on it. She's a like a project manager for them. So maybe maybe we can get her to come talk about it at some point. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Um, you don't need to know anything about it except that it is out already. It's a like a really pretty kind of like Jet Set Radio Future. Is that the right yeah game? Looks real good. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. Um, it comes from Tango Gameworks, who are the people that made like Ghostwire Tokyo, oddly enough. Um, but they're owned by they're owned by uh, Microsoft. That was part of the like ZeniMax acquisition. Um, that also does remind me that Ghostwire Tokyo is coming to Game Pass at some point. Um, it's a PlayStation exclusive for right now, uh, but it'll probably be out probably in late May, early April. Got so. death looped. Yeah, exactly. It got death looped. Yeah. So uh, that game's out now. I actually tried to play it, but it took really long to install, oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played Rocket League instead. Um, and apparently all of the previous Elder Scroll online chapters are free right now. So if you have the base game, which I think is on Game Pass, maybe I've just owned it for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. You, you um, have owned it for some reason. Yeah. You can, you can play all the old ESO uh, stuff, which, man... I want to like that game so bad, and I just can't <laughs> like that game. I, I've tried so many times, just can't get into it. So I don't know. Anyway, that is all the stuff that came out of the Xbox showcase. Um, PlayStation Five. Uh, do, do you guys remember the PlayStation Plus collection that was like when they they released all those like free PlayStation Four games on PS Plus as like kind of a hey, come get PS Plus, and it was like kind of a I don't want to say a mixed bag, but it yeah. was like, it was like, I don't know, games that I would expect to be on Game Pass if this was on <laughs> Xbox. Um, those are all getting removed, so you can only uh, you can only get them through May 9th. That includes Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet and Clank, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Until Dawn, and Uncharted for a Thief's End. So those. Uh, will be going away, along with a bunch of third-party games, Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, Zombies Chronicles Edition, which is a terrible name, uh, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Fallout 4, which is so weird, uh, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, which is so weird, um, not, not because the name's weird or anything, just because that game's weird, uh, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So uh, those are all going away. You will no longer have access to those, um, I believe, after, uh, like I said, May 
May 9th. So if you want to play those games, now is the time. Um, Xbox is also removing a bunch of games, but they matter way less because they're just getting removed from the Xbox 360 store. Um, which is things like that that I'm always kind of surprised that that still exists. Will they still be on the Xbox store? Sure like, will be. Xbox one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so they're still going to be on the Xbox store or the Xbox. I, I think there's actually three separate stores. I think there's like the 360 store. There's the Xbox One store I think and the that, Xbox. I think the one and the new one share a store. I don't okay, think there's that three. I think there's only two. Um, it's kind of a bummer just because I hate it when games get delisted from places. This is 46 games um, getting knocked off the Xbox 360 marketplace uh, real soon, actually, like in about a week, February 7th. Um, it includes things like Dark Souls, Witcher 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, um, Castle Crashers, which is one of my very favorite games. Um, like CSGO, it, it's just a, it's an interesting bunch of games. But like I said, most of them are limbo. Um, most of them are available somewhere else. So... Um, I can't imagine many people are actually like shopping on their 360 anymore. Um, a system that like notoriously didn't even have Wi-Fi, really. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, it's a bummer because I always hate to see games go away, and I'm sure there are instances of these games that this is the last place they are available. Um, but maybe not. They're all real big games. Like everything on here is pretty pretty big. So. My God, Dylan's cat is sniffering him right now. I think she he might be going to eat your microphone. Yeah, he's being yeah. silly. So cute. Anyway, uh, so those are getting knocked off that Xbox 360 store, but the 360 store still exists, I guess. I, I just don't know what will be on it, I suppose. Um, so E3 um, is, is increasingly becoming like the conference that nobody wants, I think. Um, Microsoft, PlayStation, and Nintendo have all announced they will not have booths at E3 proper. Um, Microsoft is still going to do a presentation like E3 week from the Microsoft Theater, but they will not have a booth. Um, and so I don't know if, if people know this, but the ESA, like the folks that uh, do like, um, they're essentially like a marketing group for video games. They're actually the people that put that on. Um, have hired Reed Pop, the folks who do um, packs, and like I think I'm pretty sure like Emerald City Comic Con is done by Reed Pop. I think um, a lot of big Comic Con kind of things are. Um, they're actually going to manage. Um, they're actually going to manage E3 this year. I, I don't know about going forward, but um, no one really knows quite what it'll be. But I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like so. PAX is usually kind of in the springtime. Um, like GamesCon is fall. Um, PAX East, I think, is over the winter. Like, is there a place for just like a fourth big U.S. consumer? Like, like, E3 has always been more about um, the industry. Like, it was where industry people went yeah. to talk about video games until very recently people couldn't even get into it. And I mean, even then it was like, you know, they, there's a thousand tickets or 2000 tickets. Is there room for like a consumer facing conference in LA in the summer? Like, do you think that's something people want? I mean, judging by uh, the fact that it was going to disappear last year, probably not. Yeah. But I just can't as like, I, I just can't decide if like, but maybe that's the pivot they need to make, I guess, is it's, they, they keep trying to make this an industry thing. Would it make more sense if it wasn't? If it was more of a, a PAX-like situation? I don't know. I think that I, I often wonder if E3's like, time has come. Like, right? It, it just seems huge, like... huge, and then it kind of got left behind. Right? And I that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Is like, I, I almost wonder if, what, if they're going to do something like that, if they need to... Like get a, a new name for it. Like E three almost seems like it carries like a lot of baggage. Like it seems really like something that was cool in the nineties when you'd like read about E three and never get to go. Like all you heard was like of the amazing things coming out of E three. Yeah. Um, and then you know they've had they had that like weird problem where they release like all those journalists' home addresses. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. You know, yeah. Like no one wants you know e, EA hasn't been there in years. PlayStation hasn't been there. In a couple years, you know, Microsoft's not coming this year. Like, it just seems like maybe between that and COVID, like, 
E3's kind of run its course and they should just just I mean, even if they just renamed it something else and and flipped it to being a customer facing event. Um but at the same time, I don't know how many like how many customer facing events can you get people to show up for? Like that's a huge amount of work and a huge amount of money. Um and I guess maybe like if you're a Ubisoft or uh you know, whoever, you can just like take your same booth from PAX and shuttle it down to to uh, LA a couple months later, but you got to hire people. You've got to pe- get people to run your booths. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's. Uh, I'm not sure if it'll make it to next year. I'm I'm very, very unsure. But I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know. Any other thoughts about E3? I'm ready for E4. E4. Dylan, see that's why. That's why you make the big bucks. Is I'm like E3 is not enough. We need an E. Four. It's not enough. Super smart. Super I haven't smart. seen the e, first E one through two, so I don't know. What's going <laughs> e on. squared squared. Um, Phil Spencer. It, <laughs> so if anyone ever tells you, like, man, the reason CEOs make so much money is because they're so smart and they know what they're doing. Phil Spencer's like, I didn't know Elon anything Musk. about. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Uh, Phil Spencer's like, I don't know anything about making acquisitions. Like, I, I had no idea how that even worked. And then we made one. And so I had to learn on the job. And I'm like, I, I don't know if the CEO of your company should require that kind of training. Um, th- this is also famously Sp- Phil Spencer, who was like, unions? How do unions work? I don't understand how that's a thing. <laughs> so anyway, Dylan and I were talking earlier. I don't know if CEOs are things that people need, but that's that's fine. Um, anyway, he says that uh, now that he suite. actually un- <laughs> now that he understands how acquisitions work, he says he has more insight, more knowledge about what it means to work with different regulatory boards. I'm more confident now than it was a year ago, uh, essentially that the Activision Blizzard deal will go through simply based on the information I have and the discussions that we've been having. Um, we're 12 months into an 18 month time frame, and I continue to think that. Uh, that deal is going to be closed. So he says, uh, kind of to sum up things, uh, we're actively working with the regulatory boards around the world that need to approve this. It's been a learning experience for me. A lot of time spent, a lot of travel, a lot of conversations, but they're conversations where I get to talk about our industry and the work that we do and why we do it. I think more regulators that are informed about what gaming is, how the business runs, who the players are, and what our aspiration is as Team Xbox is just a good thing for the industry itself. Um, Activision Blizzard's big announcement this week is they're like, dude, have you guys seen The Last of Us and how huge The Last of Us are? Sony's fine. And I don't, I don't know if that's a good argument or not. They're like, they made a TV show and it's huge. I think that they should get, Microsoft should get to buy us. But <laughs> whatever. I mean, they whatever. should just probably bring out numbers of, you know, console sales and go like, guys, like, guys, they're okay. <laughs> We're a distant third. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, uh, finally to wrap up news this week. Uh, so there's a Twitter account uh, called the Daily Union Elections, and it's a, just kind of a union-oriented uh, Twitter account. And they said, union folks, what is the best grievance that you've ever won? And the guy wrote in, said, um, I defended a guy who was going to get fired for playing video games at work. And uh, they said that he, he'd installed video games on his computer at work, that he wasn't allowed to, and he was playing video games on company time. And uh, the way that they won his grievance is because they're like, dude, he's got like an onboard graphics card. He can't be playing Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> and it came out that he'd just been working on one computer and watching like a YouTube video on another computer while he worked. Um and so they thought he was playing video games because he was watching a YouTube video. And apparently, like, the woodwork, like, came out with, like, oh, my God, I almost got fired because people thought I was playing video games, too. Apparently, most bosses don't understand how YouTube works. That's that's the moral of the story. All right. Uh, Dylan, would you please do the honors? We haven't got to do this in a while. Hey, yo, Vinny. Hey. Time for Vinny. questions already. Uh, Vinny wants to know, what game... Are you most looking forward to this year? What's your like big game coming out that uh, that you're excited about? Do you guys have one? Right? Is <laughs> the new Steam World game going to come out this year? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's called Steam I haven't got World to Build. Yeah, Steam something World like that. Build. It, 
I yeah, downloaded the it, demo for it. I haven't really oh, wait, had there's a, a chance. Demo? Yeah, there's a down. There's a demo oh. on Steam. Um, so I think it has a little bit of like the. Cons- uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not gonna speak out of turn because I haven't really looked yet. So, um, so I've I've in, I've meant to look into it a little bit because I love me some Steam World. So yeah. If you guys have not played all of the SteamWorld games, and I mean like literally all of them, if it has SteamWorld in the title, oh. that game is worth playing. It doesn't matter if you're like, but I don't, I don't like like you know card based adventure games. That doesn't matter yeah. if you're like, I don't like tactical strategy shooter games. It literally doesn't matter. You will love the SteamWorld games. Um, everyone had well, SteamWorld Dig One and SteamWorld Dig Two were both kind of like. They were both kind of Metroidvanias, um, both spectacular. But everything past that has just been a different genre. And the new one's a, a city builder, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It's going to be great. Um, I did not know about the demo. I'm very excited for you to tell me that, Dylan. I'm going to check that out today. Yeah, I don't um, I don't know much else. I'm just saying fine. there is a demo. I downloaded it. I've not looked into it yet. That is, that is all I needed to know. Um, I... I think outside of that, because I kind of forgot about that, like, I, there was a time where I could have told you a number of games that I was excited about coming out the year, but for me, like, the answer these days is just, I don't know, what's on Game Pass next month? Um, I can, I can tell you the games I'm excited about that'll be out in two weeks. That's, that's kind of my, my threshold for being about excited about things. Um, How about you, Cole? Is there anything, uh, anything you're super looking forward to? Probably Diablo 4 and Starfield. That too. I agree with that. Diablo 4 looks good. What was the other one? Starfield. Yeah, Starfield also looks good. Um, I'm definitely excited about both of those. And I think what's great is that at least one of those is going to be free, which is nice. So Perhaps both of them. Perhaps both of them. We'll see. Um, I I think those are both very good calls. Um, let's see. Next question is from uh, Prime Fan. He says, "Have you guys? Do you guys have thoughts on the Dead Space remake? I have not played it yet. I want to um, play it. Yeah, I'd like to play it too. Um, I don't want to pay sixty dollars for it mm. though. Like I've already beaten that. I game already once. did that once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would like to play it though because I do love me some Dead Space. I it's yeah. a game I didn't finish because I think it was just one of the games. Like I played it, loved it, and then for whatever reason, didn't." kind of fell off and didn't finish it um even though i very much like how a lot of things it did like just how immersive it was because it didn't have like the hud as simple as something like not having a hud is yeah. to like i mean i mean that game scared the shit out of me too oh, yeah like, and it's be... like the only game that's actually scary <laughs> it, it was just rough absolutely rough um Tim, one of uh, the guys hanging out that our Discord is playing it right now, and he is not having a good time. <laughs> so he's playing it in story mode, and apparently is at some part where you have to like calibrate three cannons, and uh, every time he gets them calibrated, he just gets like hit by an asteroid that you can't avoid. <laughs> he's he's not enjoying that. <laughs> his his uh, his his actual words are not words I can use on this podcast. So I guess your mileage may vary. Uh, definitely looks fun though. That game, man, got good memories about that game. Uh, Monotone Screaming says, "What are, you, what are your thoughts on Atomic Heart? Have you guys been keeping an eye on that? It comes out on Game Pass uh, like the end of this month, about three weeks." Um, I, I know, know that's coming out on Game that, Pass. Yeah. <laughs> it is coming out on Game Pass. It uh, takes place in the Soviet Union in an alternate 1955. Um, sounds a little like cyberpunky it's uh like an action rpg looks looks really good if you haven't seen it um definitely worth checking out um the buzz on it is really big like this is supposed to be the kind of like first big game of uh of the year for game pass definitely gives me kind of like fallout bioshock vibes like Hmm. it, it definitely kind of feels a little bit like that so coming uh February 21st, so a week after Valentine's Day, you can get your atomic heart on. Looks good. Definitely looks good. Uh, final question. Triple uh, Trouble 88, my delightful son, wants to know, what do you guys think about extraction games like Tarkov or Marauders or... Um, oh, shoot. There's another one that came out a while ago that I don't remember its name. What do you, have you guys... Have any of you played an extraction 
I nope. think Hunt is like that. Yeah, Hunt's kind of like that yeah. too. Yeah, where you like go in and the goal is to survive and leave. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. is that what it's basically? Yeah, get loot, to? make right. kills, and then leave. Yeah, I think it's it's a neat idea for sure. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things that it's like they could just tell you it is. And it's not, yeah. you wouldn't know the difference, right? Right. Like yeah. my opinion I, on massive multiplayer games, it's like you you don't actually see the 200 people, so it doesn't matter, right? Like, so it's one of those things. It's like, I like the idea that I go in and I can get stuff and that stuff's permanent. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but like, whether it is against people or or computer control people it yeah. doesn't matter like then that, that doesn't really matter either it doesn't really change the experience much yeah um but i mean overall i i think it's it's kind of a cool thing um yeah. i'd like to see it more like because i just i don't know if i don't know if it's been perfected yet like what can that genre do um mm-hmm I definitely I, think it's cool because it kind of you can have kind of a PvPVE thing, which is like what Hunt does. I'm not as familiar with the other ones. So does Tarkov, like, right? It's like you have like people that are in that world, like whether it be monsters or some sort of uh, military guys or whatever it is that are like the E. But then you have other players in there too. So like I think that stuff's kind of neat. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mm. have to exist within that genre though. So. I don't know what that genre specifically does that can't be achieved in just a PvPVE game. Right. Um, other than I do like the idea of like getting loot that's kind of permanent um, and having like characters that can like progress and then when they die you start a new one or or whatever. Like that's kind of cool. Um, again, I don't know how much it actually matters though. Yeah. I'm not like I think the extraction part of it's kind of weird. Um so I I have not played any of those games. Like I said, I think I it seems like one came out a not not super long ago that was made by like maybe Square. I, I don't know. And I like loaded up and I tried. I'm like, oh, this is an extraction game. I did not realize. Um, but I, I've I've watched uh, Man Socks, like friend of the podcast, play a ton of Tarkov. And first of all, like it's it's a hundred percent a game. Um, it's kind of like survival games. Like I would way rather watch someone play those games than actually play them myself. Um, like I, the Long Dark, I have no interest in playing it, but I really like watching people play it. And I feel kind of the same about Tarkov. Is like I don't want to play that, but I enjoy watching other people play it. Um, and to me, like the there's something. It's kind of like I mean, honestly, when you really think about it, like. Um, like Sea of Thieves is actually kind of like an extraction. Oh yeah, game. totally. Yeah, you go in, you get a bunch of loot, and you've got to get that loot back to the extraction point, which just happens to be where you sell it. Right. And and that that's like my least. Yeah. yeah, it's like my least favorite part of Sea of Thieves is when you have like a great hour and a half out there, you know, doing the seas and you know getting stuff, and then you come back and you get just like pillaged at the island. Um and. Games like Tarkov, like that's actually kind of the point. Is there are people watching the extraction points right. to shoot you, and it's always like such a bummer when, when they and and like I get it. Like the idea is to make extracting, um, exciting and right. It's scary meant to be exciting, and right. whatever. But like, man, that's such a bummer for me. Like, just have a great run, have a lot of fun, and then just get sniped at the very end. Like, it's such a like I. Th- I think part of that is not so much like that, but it's like, you know that gamers do that anyway. Yeah. Right? It's like people camp in Call of Duty. Like n- everyone hates it. Right. Like, it, so it's, it's like you incentivizing the bad behaviors that gamers right? just have because people just don't like to have like fun. Like to me, like I haven't had that experience in, in Sea of Thieves many times. Um, yeah. But like, where see if these see if thieves would excel so much if it was more of like the role playing sandbox it is yep. like and just have this big cool world to explore which is where the fun is and it's not so much I, about the the loot at the end of the day um 
Which, fortunately, they don't have, like... Because can you imagine how much worse it'd be if you, like, found cool swords and stuff? And it wasn't yeah. just gold that people were stealing? Because then... Yeah. And then it'd be... It'd probably be even worse, right? So... Right? I don't know. It's it's one of those, like... I don't, I don't know. Um, I was reading today that um, Ubisoft is actually talking about making a... Far, like, they're like, hey, we're thinking about making, like, a Far Cry multiplayer game. I'm like, oh, man. Like, Far Cry multiplayer could be a ton of fun, you know? Like... Those weird, like, emergent worlds with their wacky physics and, you know, shit lights on fire and you blow stuff up and all of a sudden, uh, like, bear runs past, it's on fire, like, the field on fire, dynamite explodes. Like, that could be a ton of, like, just interesting, chaotic fun, like, kind of mixed in with the kind of quiet, you know, sneaking and, you know, taking out alarms and all that stuff. And then they're like, oh, but it's going to be an extraction shooter. And I'm like, man... Like I, I was, I, I've never had my like excitement like stomped on quite so right. fast. It was like in my head, I'm like, oh, all the things that like multiplayer Far Cry could be, and then they're like extraction shooter. I'm like, mm, nah, maybe if it's free that. to play, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's not 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 my thing, but that's okay. Uh, cheap free game. Let's talk about some cheap free stuff. Uh, we talked about Arcane earlier. They made Dishonored: Death of the Outsider. That is a. It was like a. Kind of standalone expansion, like small though, like small. Um, I think it sold for like twenty bucks, um, and it does not feature like the the main characters from that game. They they did there was like a Dishonored game and a Last of Us or not Last of Us um, Uncharted game that kind of came out at about the same time on the PlayStation. Uh, that both were like small, like twenty twenty five dollar games. Uh, Dis- Dishonored: Death of the Outsider was one of them. Um, I don't remember what the Uncharted one was. I own both of them on the PlayStation. Have not played either of them. Uh, anyway, that's going to be free on Epic Games next week, along with City of. Uh, and by next week, I mean this week, like literally starting Thursday. I mean, I guess it'll also be free on the Epic Games Store next week, um, but just until Thursday. Anyway, get that and City of Gangsters. Uh, Game Pass, we've got Hi-Fi Rush, which we already talked about. That is available already. Uh, GoldenEye 007 came out on the 27th on the console. Um, I, I Were you guys under the impression that that was like a remaster? Because I don't think it is. Like, it still looks very boxy to me. Um, and it does not feature multiplayer, I don't think, on the Xbox. You have to get the Switch version to get multiplayer. So, Or I think, I think there's... Split screen co-op maybe on the Xbox, but you can't play it online. I don't know. Anyway, Golden uh, Goldeneye came out. It's on Game Pass. Hmm. Uh, RoboQuest, which is a game preview game, came out on the 30th. Uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition came out on July 31st. So those, oh, along with uh, Inculinati, uh, which is uh, looks a lot like Pentiment, uh, but apparently it's a like a strategy game, uh, like a like a sorry, not a strategy game, like a like a tactics game. So. I don't know. It might be interesting. Uh, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R came out on July 31st as well. Um, so those are all games that came out in the past. Good stuff. Kind of kind of a big dump there at the very end of January. Uh, starting tomorrow, you can get Darkest Dungeon on Cloud Console and PC, which is a game I've always wanted to try and did not want to pay for because I guarantee you I'm going to hate it. Um, but I really want to try it to find out, which sounds weird, but makes sense in my head. Uh, Grid Legends comes out. Uh, that's a cloud-only game. Uh, that's via EA Play on February 2nd. And Hot Wheels Unleashed Game of the Year Edition comes out on Cloud Console and PC on February 7th. That game is supposed to be very, very, very good, so watch out for that. And then, uh, like I was saying earlier, Atomic Heart comes out on February 21st. Uh, Games with Gold this month is For the King, uh, the 1st through the 28th. Did you play that, Cole? No. No. Is it, it was a, on... Well, maybe I played it a little bit. It was on Game Pass for a while. Yeah, and like, I'm going to say I played it a little bit, but I'm thinking, actually, maybe it was my kid who played a bunch of that. It looked interesting. It's like kind of a like a boxy 3D-looking tactics game, I want to say. Um, definitely looked interesting, so check that out. Uh, Guts and Goals is available February 16th through March 15th. Uh, PlayStation Plus this month is actually really good. You get the new Evil Dead, the game. And, like, I understand, like, that they want to make sure that people don't, you know, understand that we're not talking about Evil Dead, the movie. But it seems, like, really weird to specifically name your game the game. The game. I know, it's I, kind of... I, I don't know. Seems weird. Whatever. Uh, anyways, it's got a dude with like a what a chainsaw hand. Is that how Evil Dead works? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've never seen yeah, that movie. the King Baby. Oh, yeah, so good. there you go. So good. Um, 
Mafia Definitive Edition comes out. That game looked really, really fun. So it came out about a year ago. Probably worth checking out. Um, Ollie Ollie World, which I believe is a skateboard game, as I recall. It is. Yeah, it's coming out along with Destiny 2 Beyond Light. I'm so far out of like the Destiny game, I don't even know what that is. I assume a new Destiny expansion or maybe an old Destiny expansion. I have no idea. So new Destiny or maybe old Destiny. Uh, a couple of good Humble Bundle games. There's one called, uh, for Black History Month, it's called Celebrating Black Characters and Creators. Uh, for 10 bucks, you get Mafia 3 Definitive Edition, um, Shadow Man Remastered, Shaq Fu, which I think everyone agrees Ooh. is, yeah, exactly that. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl. Um, an airport for aliens currently run by dogs, which is a game I have desperately <laughs> wanted to play for a long time. Uh, the writer on that is the guy who did, um, what's that weird, like, AOL game you loved, Cole? Oh, um, Hi- Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah, he, the guy that wrote that also was a writer on Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, Swim Sanity, which we played for, um, Extra Life, I want to say, like, I don't know, four years ago. Do you remember that game, Dylan? Like, we got a free copy from the developer. Like, I hit him up on the internet and was like, hey, we'd like to play your game for yeah. for uh, Extra Life. And they sent us a copy. It was really fun. Um, Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death. I think Colby played Hell that. Oh, yeah. I yeah, did. it was pretty good, right? Oh, it yeah. was interesting. Yeah, and a game called Semblance. So, like, overall, for 10 bucks, that's a pretty damn good bundle. You might want to check that out over on Humble. Uh, the other Humble one is Survival Instinct. Um, for $15, you can get Cher- Chernobylite. <laughs> that's a Chernobylite, hard to say. yeah. Yeah, Enhanced Edition um, Scum, which I don't know if it's good, but I've seen Mansox playing that a ton lately. Every time he logs on, he's playing Scum. Um, State of Decay 2 Juggernaut Edition. Colby and I played a little bit of State of Decay and actually had a, a pretty good time with it. It's a little, a little weird, a little janky, but it's a good time. Uh, the Long Dark Survival Edition. I did not know there was a Long Dark that wasn't a Survival Edition, but whatever. Uh, Vulcanoids, Surround Dead, and Star Sand. So a bunch of games for $15. Um, I think it's worthwhile. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, Prime Gaming this month is giving away uh, the Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind Game of the Year Edition, like 2003, me? Somewhere in there. Loved that game. So um, I've played it recently. I do not feel it really held up. Um, The one thing you can do is mod the living shit out of it now, though. Yeah, and I probably needed to do that. Like The problem I had with it was it was so... Like, it doesn't control, like, a modern game at all. So all I, all I remember playing is I'm like, I'm going to play Morrowind. Because I, like, never beat it. I thought it would be a cool thing to, to try. Um, got into the game and, like, right at the end of the intro, like, not far in, like, six, seven minutes, they're like, you have to do this thing in order to, like, exit. And I did that and I hit a button and whatever button I hit was wrong because the buttons are super weird. And I like drew a sword um, and the guard killed me and the game was over. And they're like, well, you have to start over now. And I'm like, maybe not. That's that's fine. Uh, In addition to Morrowind, you can get uh, Onsen Master, Aerial Knights Never Yield, Divine Knockout, One Hand Clapping. Colby, what's the sound of one hand clapping? Yep, that's it right there. Doesn't really translate to audio, sorry. Uh, Bats, Bloodsuckers, Anti-Terror Squad, uh, Space Crew Legendary Edition, uh, Toonch? Does that, Toonch? Toonch. And uh, Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. Um, interesting enough, these games normally just drop on like the first of the month, and these are actually spread out. So it's like two or three games like a week for the next four weeks. So I guess you're going to have to keep going back to Prime Gaming to... Uh, <laughs> figure out uh what you can get but those those are the ones that are coming so <sighs> that's a podcast do you guys feel good about it Woo! that was weird all right we're bite me podcast you can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com you can join us on social media facebook twitter and instagram.com slash bite me podcast you can come hang out at our discord um help us build out our royal rumble uh 
you know, for, for next week, maybe the week after, uh, at bitemepodcast.com slash discord. You can, uh, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. You can join our extra life team. We have a, we have a number of members for our extra life team already. It's not coming up for like, Nine months. Um, we've already got some donations at uh, bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. Probably. I may not have updated yet. So I, I'll do that. Um, that's it. Dylan. Bite me. We did it. Woo-hoo. Oh, we're still doing it. Stop. Thank you.